Hello and welcome to the Daily Post podcast. My name is Yuri Mello. I will be your host as I guide you through the most valuable and relevant emotional and psychological ideas. Ideas that will transform your perspective and enhance your personal life and relationships. Let's do this. This is episode number 47. Well, hello there and good day to all of you. Welcome to another challenge week. And I've been looking forward to this one all year. It's parable and short story week. I just love stories. And to be honest, I just love parables that are rich with meaning. My love for these really began with the stories in the Bible and really more specifically the rich parables that Jesus presented to those that he taught I mean, I'm thinking about the parable of the sower, which I'll actually tell in just a moment, the story of the 10 lepers, the parable of the laborers in the vineyard, among among others, really challenged, honestly, like they revolutionized the current world paradigms and pushed the people of the day to interpret life themselves, really to interpret God in a different way. Also, I've been fascinated by some of the short stories that have come from some of the Eastern traditions as well. Some people call them Zen short stories, but a lot of them are just stories that have been gathered throughout nations from the nations of the world. And I just love those. I love those stories because once again, a lot of them come packed with meaning and really challenged our preconceived ideas and open our perspectives to a more enlightened way to respond to life and a better way to see ourselves and others. For example, the parable of the sower, and I kind of introduced it to you already. It's also known as the parable of the soils, and I will explain that in just a moment. It's a great example of a parable that really challenges us and takes and forces us to take a daring look inside a look at the state of our heart. Let me tell it to you. In fact, what I really want is I want you to just enter this lovely parable with me. Just walk in there with me. Listen to me. You may even close your eyes if you want to. But here it begins. And I'll actually just read it straight from the from the scriptural account. So, And he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow, and when he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up. Some fell upon stony places where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprung up, because they had no deepness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched, And because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. But others fell into good ground, and brought forth fruit, some an hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. And then Jesus says this brilliant phrase that I absolutely just love. He said unto them, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Now this parable is really about the state of our heart. 
It's really about our receptiveness, our willingness to receive this seed. And the seed in this specific parable is the word of God, but we can also use the seed as a representation of the truth. Is our heart and mind hard, impenetrable? Is it resistant? Is it defensive? Is it insecure or is it willing? Is it open? Is it willing to consider the truth? And when it is open and when we search for truth in a courageous way with humility and without ego, then we are free to consider the words of others and adopt them freely without jealousy, without insecurity, without fear of being incorrect or wrong. Now, I'm going to tell you a few other stories, but for these following ones, I will not provide or give an opinion. I'm simply going to share the story with you and allow you to formulate your own significance, your own meaning. Remember, we are meaning-making machines. We are constantly giving meaning to the stories and events of our life. And so, here we go. Take another lovely story. This is this one is definitely one of my favorites and one that I share often. Once again, enter this lovely story with me. And this one is really about an old man that owned the farm. And it was a small farm in my mind, that's what I imagine. And he owned one horse. And one day that horse ran away. And as the horse ran away, his neighbors came running over, frantic, saying, Oh, what terrible luck. Your one horse ran away. What bad luck. And the farmer looks at them and says, Maybe. Three days later, this horse comes back and brings with it three wild mustangs, three wild horses. And the neighbors frantically return back and say, Oh, what wonderful luck, what wonderful fortune. Your horse is back with three more. And the farmer looks at them and says, Yeah, maybe, maybe. Well, three days later, his son is trying to break these Mustangs, these horses, and he gets bucked off and breaks his leg. And the neighbors come running over again, frantic, in desperation. Oh, what terrible luck. Your one son breaks his leg. Terrible fortune. And the farmer looks at them and says, good luck, bad luck. I don't know. Three days later, the Chinese army is passing through, gathering people, gathering people, volunteering them to go to the front lines and to, to war. And of course, they see the boy with the broken leg and they say, well, we can't take him. He's got a broken leg. And the neighbors come running back over and they say, oh, what wonderful luck. What great luck. Your son, he's not going off to war. To which the farmer simply says, maybe. Now, I just love that story. I love the simplicity of it. And I love the potential messages that it teaches. I wonder what it teaches for you. What is it for you? Where do you, where do you fit into this story? Do you see an application for it in your own life? And if yes, how? Maybe something that you need to change. 
I don't know, something for you to think about, something for you to kind of ping pong up in your brain for the next, oh, I don't know, millennia, something like that. Anyways, can I share just a couple more with you? I love these ones, and maybe you can even commit some of these to memory and share some of these with your own family, with your own friends. This one is called The Secret of Happiness, and I love this one. Nasruddin is known as much for his wisdom as his foolishness, and many are those who have sought out his teaching. One devotee tracked him down for many years before finding him in the marketplace sitting atop a pile of banana peels. No one knows why. Oh, great sage Nasruddin, said the eager student, I must ask you a very important question, the answer to which we all seek. What is the secret to attaining happiness? Nasruddin thought for a time, then responded, Well, the secret of happiness is good judgment. Ah, said the student, but how do we attain good judgment? Well, from experience, answered Nasruddin. Yes, yes, said the student, but how do we attain experience? Bad judgment. (laughs) Fit this story into your life once again. Does it change anything? Does it change the way you look at your own bad judgment moments in your life? And of course, there are many other ways that you can look at this, but I hope it does. Let me give you another one of my favorites, and this is the last one. Uh, I just adore this one, honestly, and I don't know what it is about it, to be honest, but something about it really... It just resonates inside of me. Um, it almost brings me to tears every single time I, I, I read it. This one is called The Parable of the Prodigal Son. And the parable is also known as the Parable of the Two Lost Sons. That's another name for it. And maybe you can see why. And it's just rich, rich with multiple applications. So here it goes. Once again, join me. Close your eyes and just hear. And he said, A certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And divided, and he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country, and there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed swine, And he would fain have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father have bread enough to spare, and I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my father, 
And I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight and am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring hither the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. Now, his elder son was in the field. And as he came and drew nigh to the house, he heard music and dancing. And he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said unto him, Thy brother is come, and thy father hath killed the fatted calf, because he hath received him safe and sound. And the son was angry and would not go in. Therefore came his father out and entreated him. And he answering said to his father, Lo, these many years do I serve thee, Neither transgressed I at any time thy commandment, and yet thou never gavest me a kid that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this thy son was come, which hath devoured thy living with harlots, thou hast killed for him the fatted calf. And he said unto him, Son, thou art ever with me. All that I have is thine. It was meet that we should make merry and be glad. For this thy brother was dead and is alive again and was lost and is found. Absolutely brilliant. I just wonder what sticks to you in this story. I wonder which character you identify the very most with. I wonder what it teaches you about being merciful. I wonder what it teaches you about fairness or justice or forgiveness. My dear friends, amidst all the parables, all the stories, the one that perhaps matters the very most is your own. And not just the story itself, but the way you tell it. It reminds me of one of my favorite lines in Into the Woods, the play, and I quote, the tale you tell, that is the spell. Our own stories, the ones we tell about ourselves, about others, about our friends, our enemies, about God, those are spells. Incantations that we repeat to ourselves over and over again. And maybe it's time for you to consider the spells you've been placing on yourself. Anyways, I hope you enjoy this week and learn some fun stories and parables that can enlighten you 
Stick around as I share some of my favorite ones that you can pass on to yourself and to your children. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.